In this episode, I want to talk about something that's happening right now, and that is this crisis with the coronavirus. And you may have already been impacted by it as far as your business or just your life. We all have. But what I wanted to do today is I wanted to do an episode dedicated to really talking about how to maintain and also how to grow, how to thrive your business during crisis. So if that sounds interesting to you, stick around because that's what we're going to talk about in this show. Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 808, and this episode is also supposed to be episode, well, 252 of Ask Scott. Every Friday, I do an Ask Scott session. This is where I field your questions, and I give you my answers or at least my thoughts. And today, I am putting that on pause because this here is something that I think needs to be addressed. And you've probably already been, uh, well, bombarded with how to deal with this, you know, this crisis that we're facing right now. And so I didn't want to leave it unmentioned because, well, we should mention it. We should think about it, but also we shouldn't just dwell on it. We should start thinking about how can we, how can we take not advantage. I guess advantage is a word making it sound like you're going to take an advantage of people or you're going to take advantage of a bad situation. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is whenever we are coasting along, whenever we are just everything is is going okay and life is as usual, we just tend to put things off. Now ask yourself this. Maybe right now you are selling products on Amazon and uh, everything was going great and your sales were going great and everything was awesome. And then this happened and then all of a sudden your sales started to decline or maybe your supplier wasn't able to get you inventory anymore because, well, we're not letting shipments come into the United States right now or Canada or any other country really uh, that's being affected by this. So ask yourself this, before this all happened, did you think to yourself that, well, I should probably think about getting another supplier? You probably did, but it wasn't really a pressing issue. Now, if you are dealing with that, you're like, oh my gosh, I got to do this tomorrow, like as soon as I can, or maybe it's too late right now to recover from this. Like all of that stuff starts to really become reality when it is reality, right? So What I want you to do, though, is I want this to be a wake-up call. This is a wake-up call for me. This is a wake-up call for you. And really, the things that I've been talking about, the things that I've been doing, building a brand, building a business, not just dependent on one channel, also lends itself to this crisis. Because right now, if that is you that has been putting it off, putting it off, I'm going to build my email list. I'm going to get my external traffic going tomorrow, tomorrow. Let this be the time. All right. Now, what I'm going to do here today is I'm going to go over seven different things that I want you to consider in your business and in your life right now. So I'm going to cover seven of these, and I want you to think about each and every one of these. Let this be a self-audit, in a sense, of where you are right now in your business and in your life. And the other thing I want to say here is when you are dealing with something like this, You can't overreact, right? And it's actually my first thing that I wanted to talk about here was don't panic, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself here. Let me just share with you really quickly how this has also affected so many other people, but also including myself. Let me give you a quick little story. 
Now, my wife and I, we were going to be uh, going on our uh, our yearly honeymoon. We actually started this tradition last year. Every year, uh, I wanted to go back to Puerto Rico. I started going there last year, uh, and I am part of a mastermind there, Puerto Rico Masterminds. Shout out to those guys. And uh, I had my wife come with me last year. I'm like, you know, if I'm going to go there, I might as well have you come, and we'll hang out, and we'll have like a honeymoon. And last year was our 25th anniversary, and I said, you know what? We need to make this a tradition. And so we planned it and we've been looking forward to it. So it's kind of like half business, half, you know, vacation in a sense. Uh, And we had to cancel that trip, but we waited till like, I don't know, it was like a week and a half before. And it finally came that we were going to cancel. Actually, the event got canceled because, well, we didn't want to get quarantined in Puerto Rico and all of that stuff. So it affected me on a personal level, not even just a business level right now. And I think if you look around or ask people, I'm sure other people are feeling that exact same frustration, but it is what it is, okay? And we can't control that, but what we can control is us and our actions moving forward, all right? So what I want to do here is I want to cover some of these. And again, like I said, this is all about how to grow and, and how to thrive in a time of crisis like this, all right? And I know it probably seems like a little, a little far-fetched. You're like, Scott, how can that be possible? Think about this for a minute. I bet you if you go back and you retrace your steps back in your journey, and this is something that I talk about in my book, The Take Action Effect. So if you're on YouTube, you're watching me put up the book. If you're listening, you're not being able to see it, but I'm holding my book right now because this right here is exactly what I talk about in the book. There's things in our life that are more or less forcing us, but actually leading us in a certain direction. And that is because a lot of times our feet are are up against the fire, our backs against the wall. And in this case, it's very, very similar to that. Right? If you're feeling that, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm losing my job if you still have one, or oh my gosh, uh, I'm not going to be able to pay the bills because I can't get any inventory and my Amazon sales are shut off for the next 30, 60, 90 days, right? So that's what I'm talking about. This right here will probably be a time, actually it, not probably, it will be a time, we'll all remember, but it'll also be probably a pivotal time in your, in your life and in your business, all right? So just remember that, all right? Look at this as opportunity for you to grow. This is opportunity for you to grow. Don't forget that. All right, let's get to it. All right, so number one, like I said, don't panic. Take a deep breath. Make sure that you're safe, your family's safe, your pets are safe, everyone is safe. Make sure that you do your best to really help the situation. If uh, you're listening to this and they're telling you not to go out, don't go out right? Let's like, let's try to help this thing along. All right. Uh, and, uh, and, and be smart about it. Okay. But don't panic. Don't overreact. Okay. You got to just start asking questions and the right questions. All right. Number two, focus on what you can control. Don't worry about what you can't control. Right, we do that a lot as humans. Right, we 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 like to worry. We like to play stories in our head of what can happen and what if this happens. And you know, I'll give you an example. Last year, we did our event, Brand Accelerator Live, first time ever doing that event, and I was 
I was doing those stories in my own head. I was, I was playing those stories. You know, what if, you know, what if it doesn't work? What if people don't want to come? What if it's not a good experience? What if I can't deliver on my promise? What, 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 what if, right? Like that's all I kept saying. And so, you know, I was able to obviously have good people in my life that are able to, and that's another important thing here. Having good people in your life, supportive people is huge. If you don't have some of them, start finding them and adding them and inserting them into your life. Uh, and it's, it's really, really helpful, but you, you can get through it. But the thing is, is these stories will play. Now, what I did is I faced those fears because again, in my book, I talk about, it. I've been going through those things for my, you know, the rest or the rest, the rest of my life. No, all of my life up to this point, I will be the rest of my life. And I'm always being led to the next thing. And right now it's the same thing, right? We're dealing with this uncomfort, uh, and this, uh, you know, uncertainty and all of these things that are happening and it is what it is, right? We're not going to do anything about it other than what, what are the right questions we can ask ourselves that we can focus on right now, all right? Number three, and this is business-related, okay? I mean, all of it really is. Don't panic in your business. Focus on what you can control in your business, all right? Number three is, and this is something that you need to start now, okay? And and don't, after I tell you this, I, I don't want people saying, well, you know, I, that's not going to help me now. No, it, it it's going to help you now because you're going to be building for your future and you're going to be planning uh, and, and really future-proofing your business, all right? And that is building online assets. And what I mean by that is traffic assets and product assets, okay? So everyone thinks of products as physical products. It doesn't mean that it has to be. It can be a digital product. It can be a digital ebook. It can be a Kindle book. It could be a course. It could be an affiliate course or an affiliate uh, pro- product that you promote that someone else has created. Like you can find them on ClickBank. Go there, check out your industry, see if there's something available. Uh, So there's ways for you to add products, which will also give you diversification. So if this happened, imagine this right now, let's say that you have a couple of hero products. I call them hero products that are doing really well on Amazon for you. And now this happened and you're like, oh my gosh. But imagine if you had other things going on in your business that were bringing in revenue, such as an affiliate product that you promote, uh, or maybe it is, maybe it's ad revenue from a network like Mediavine or AdThrive or even AdSense. Uh, so all of these things are ways that you can diversify and add assets to your business. And that's really what I'm talking about here. The other thing is, and I can go on and on and on for that number three, number four is building an email list. If I hear one more person say that email uh, list building is dead, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to scream, right? Because, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, we've been building lists for years. Okay. And I've been building them all the way back in my photography days, uh, brick and mortar. And I was building it by just collecting an email address. When they would come in the studio, I would have them write it down on their, on their onboarding, uh, you know, paperwork. And I would enter it in myself into the computer, into Outlook Express. And then I would blind copy my entire list. So this way here, not everyone would see everyone's email. Now they have autoresponders and, you know, I, I started with Aweber and I played with MailChimp and then I played with ActiveCampaign and then I played with ClickFunnels and then I SendGrid and all of them, right? And now I've settled on ConvertKit. That's mine of choice. But uh, I was sending out emails to my list for, in photography all the way back in, uh, let's see here, that's uh, late 90s, early 2000s, all right? So crazy, right? Now, it's evolved, but here's the deal. 
People are saying no one checks their email anymore. No one pays attention to that. Well, let me ask you, do you still read your email? And I bet you if I asked a room of 100 people, I bet you 80% of those people, and it, again, it's going to depend on your demographic. Uh, teenagers are probably not going to be checking their email as much as someone that's in their mid to late 20s that you know maybe has a job already uh, and, and is needing an email address. Um, but most people over 30 are checking email, and a lot of times it's daily, like multiple times through the, the day as well. But here's a little example for you. And I've got a bunch, but I'm not going to go into them. Uh, there's a brand that I talk a lot about that we've been building now for about three years. And we followed this whole building a brand process that we talk about in my Brand Creators Academy and inside of the playbook and all of those things that you guys have been hearing me talk about here um, on the show. And so this past week, when this crisis is going on, right, I was still emailing my list. And you would say, like, Scott, but do you really want to email your list at a time like this? You don't want to bother them. I mean, they're going through a tough time. No. Now is the time that you want to be emailing them and you want to be letting them know that you're thinking about them and that you're there and that you are, you, you know, you're feeling it as they are. This here is where you can rise above everyone else because everyone else, they're just sending out promotions after promotions after promotions, Right. And they have to stop or they want to stop because they're like, all I'm doing is sending promotions. I don't want to promote right now, which I think you can actually promote right now and do it in a ethical and in a good way that you're also benefiting them. We actually have done that in, uh, in the past week here. But let me just give you some statistics here. We sent an email to 35,500 people. And out of that email, and I, I do a two-part process. You guys have probably heard me talk about it. If you haven't, I'll give it to you here real quick. Uh, we send an email out, and I send three emails a week, by the way. So I send out, uh, let's see, to the brand, I do Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, or sometimes I'll go Monday, Wednesday, um, Friday. And, uh, and so I send the email out, I wait 24 hours, and then I send to the unopens. If the only thing you get from this episode right now, and I'm going to say this over and over again, you need to send to the unopens. You have to, right? You're leaving opens on the table right there, and I'll give you an example. So out of that last email that I just sent, again, I went through that whole cycle. I sent out an email and uh, basically within the first 24 hours before I sent it out to the unopens, we had over a 15% open rate, which if you look up industry standards, that's high, okay? So the next day I send it out to the unopens, wait another 24 hours, and then we had another uh, on this one here, it was right around 6%. So we were around 21% overall. Now, that's not the exciting part. The exciting part is that we actually had 2,220 people click on that email. Now, why is that exciting? Why is that important? Well, because that means that people are actually opening the email, but then they're also clicking on the thing in the email. This is during a crisis, by the way, okay? And people thanked us for sending emails, okay? So again, email number one is not dead. Number two, email list building is still happening. It's still working. We're doing it every single day, and I encourage you to do it as well. A free resource, by the way, is listbuildclass.com. Again, that's listbuildclass.com. Free uh, workshop Chris Schaefer and I did where we built a list from scratch. We show you exactly how we do it, um, all the tools that we use, and all of the... Uh, just the different components. Definitely check that out. So basically, uh, 
you know, I sent out this email. And again, this morning I sent another one out because it was the time to send another one. And within, I'm not even kidding you, within five minutes of sending that email, I had over, over 125 people click, not open, click. And then I was talking to my partner on the phone for about 15 minutes. And after that 15 minutes, we were up over 500 clicks. Guys, I don't know where you can put something out and get that much interaction uh, and have people go directly to where you want them to go. All right. So that's one thing that if you have that asset right now, if you have an email list and you've been holding off on emailing your list because I don't want to bother them during the crisis, do it. And don't bother them. Add value to their life. Add humor, entertainment, or just give them something to do while they're quarantined, right? Just give them some value. Be there for them without asking for something in return as far as payment, all right? That's a big one, guys, a big one. That's that number four is building an email list. Number five, connect with your market. And that's basically what I just said. I got a little ahead of myself there, but connect with your market. And that can be through email. That can be through uh, Facebook, social media. And an example of that is this week, all week, pretty much almost every day, I've been doing coffee with Scott. Basically, I just get on uh, Facebook and I do a Facebook live and I hang out with some people, right? My people. And we just hang out, we drink coffee and we talk about what we can do to, uh, to really take advantage of this time of being home maybe, or taking advantage of, okay, now this has woke me up. Now what do I do with it? Like, that's what I mean by taking advantage of it. I don't mean taking advantage of something, um, you know, to be, uh, you know, to be a negative thing. Um, it's really just taking advantage of what we are dealing with right now in, in the world, but also in our businesses and be, you know, treat it as a lesson, as a growth lesson. All right. So moving on, that's connecting with your market. Uh, number six, don't stop sending offers. Now, let me, let me clarify this. I don't mean, Hey guys, here's a a special you can go buy today. And that's your email. No, what I'm saying is, and I'm going to give you an example. I I sent out an email and I got to remember off top of my head, I'll give you, it'll be close, but it basically said new fun, uh, tip to catch more bass plus surprise. That was it. Right? So I was giving them something fun that they can do during this time. Hey, if you are under quarantine right now, like pretty much all of us are, let's get out there and just throw the line in the water, right? Let's take our mind off this. Let's go out and try to catch some more bass. Why not, right? And this way here, I'm adding value to their life. I'm reminding them what to do in a time of crisis, right? Like take a deep breath. We're all dealing with this. You're not alone. Let's go out and just throw the line in for an hour today just to take our mind off of this. And then the surprise was, you know, because we're going through this hard time, I wanted to extend this offer on my deluxe uh, bass fishing lures um, for the next week just to say how much I appreciate you guys. That's it. I'm basically giving them money off of a product. I'm not saying like you got to go buy this thing or your head's going to explode. I didn't apply all that pressure. I just made an offer, a very subtle, slight offer. And it's totally okay. And we we did that. And we had actually three times the amount of sales we've had in the past week um, because of that email. So email works. Um, offers can still be done if you do it 
right without being a jerk. And, uh, and, and you can do it if you do it right. All right. So again, that's, um, that's that. And actually I got a little note here for me. And this is actually a good point. Um, if you sell dog leashes, okay. Uh, well, why should you stop selling your dog leashes? If you are selling guitar stands, why should you stop selling guitar stands during the crisis? Why? Like if people are on your list, they know that you're a dog trainer and you sell dog training equipment. Why would you not still offer it? Guys, you know what? We're going through a crisis. You can't buy any of my stuff. It's not what we're doing, guys. Okay. You don't stop business. You still want to promote business, but you want to do it in an ethical way. All right. Moving on. Uh, The last one here, number seven, and this is a big one. Okay. When this all happens, we start to see holes in our business. We start to see holes in our life. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about what is the thing or things in your life or in your business right now that seem like they are problem areas, things that you've got to fix. I call this the leaky bucket. This is, this is where if you imagine you took a bucket and you only had it filled up about, I don't know, three inches from the bottom, but you had a whole bunch of holes up above it. And then all of a sudden you dumped a whole bunch of water in there. Boom. It just starts coming you know, it starts coming out these holes. It's exactly what I'm talking about here in our business. We have holes that we knew were there, but it didn't really matter because we didn't have a situation like this, right? So I want you to really take, you know, take inventory on your business and do a self audit in a sense to really see where those holes are. And then ask the question, what can I do that I control right now to help me build a business? So when something like this happens again, now I'm not saying a crisis like this, but even just an issue, Amazon shuts your listing down, Amazon revokes your selling privileges, eBay does, Etsy does, whatever, right? You're, you get a Google slap for your traffic on, on uh, Google, whatever it is, there's going to be things that are going to come up over the time of you building your business. And I want you to be better prepared for it. All right. So if that ever does happen and let this be that growth moment for you, let this be that take action effect that I talk about in my book. And by the way, if you want a good read while you are quarantined, or even if you're not, if you're listening to this after the fact, um, take a listen and I got the audio book, you can listen to it, or you can just go ahead and uh, grab a copy and you can find that by going to take action And, uh, it's a, it's an easy read and, uh, wrote it myself and uh, and I recorded the audio audio book myself as well. But there's all of my uh, stories in there, but also lessons on how to build a future-proof brand and everything I just kind of went over here um, is, is the core of everything. It's like once you have your market established from there, we got to build assets in our business and our brand that bring the right people in. And then we need offers. We need things that people can can buy, but things that will serve them as well. And then we just build that thing out. All right. So that is going to be this episode. Hopefully this has given you a little bit of a better outlook on what the future can look like for you. But I do want to stress this. You, only you can control your destiny and your future. Are things going to get in your way? Yeah. But then you got to go ahead and move that out of the way and keep on moving. All right, guys. So this is episode 808. If you want to grab the show notes of this episode, you can find them by heading over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 808. And also, if you wanted to download our brand growth validation checklist, just head over to brandcreators.com. It's about a six or a seven page little checklist. It'll help you really see these opportunities 
things out there to build and grow and scale your business. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go get them. Hey, before you go, could you do me one quick favor? If you haven't done so already, can you head over to iTunes and can you leave me a review over there? I would really love to hear how this podcast has helped you in one way, shape, or form. And oh, by the way, I read every single one of them. And actually, I'm going to read one right now. And this one came in recently from Alan V. And he said, this is the best podcast that delivers not only free, but most important, very well organized content to help you understand and know what you have to do in your brand and Amazon business. Scott is very energetic. No, really? (laughs) And smart about organizing lots of information into little baby steps to help me take action. Thank you very much, Scott, for being an inspiration and for delivering so, so much. There was a lot of O's there. So again, I read every single one of them. I appreciate all of you. And I would really appreciate it if you would leave me one of your own reviews there as well. And if you haven't also subscribed yet to the podcast, if you can do that, that would be amazing.